welcome back to another episode of Into the Combine. I'm your host, Stan the Man. Jason. And I'm Shadi. Let's just break it down. That was Converge uh, with the track I Can Tell You About Pain from their, their new album, The Dusk in Us. So uh, go ahead and break it down, Stan. Um, we got actually a pretty relaxed episode. Got a couple things going on today. Um, we have uh, what we're listening to. We're coming back with that. I think we skipped it last time. Yeah. But, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. And uh, we're just doing two reviews uh we got cannibal corpse uh what's it, red before black yes sir and slaves uh, v? E. oh e, is it yeah e you're right i guess it stands for enslaved i don't know we'll get into it and then there's an interview at the end with matt calvert the main guy of dark descent records we brought up quite a few dark descent records we always talk about horrendous just all kinds of good shit bloody incantation they've been putting out a lot of good stuff the last couple of years so I talked to him for a little bit, talked about some of the good stuff they've been putting out, some stuff to keep an eye on this year. Um, so that'll be at the end of the episode. Who wants to start us off? I think uh, you're, you sound like you're aching too. Well, you know what? Have you guys checked out that Converge album? Yes, I was going to say, actually, I, can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, dude, I've been... I, I, I just I recently listened to listened much to of it, it, but yeah, yeah, same same here. I, I didn't unfortunately get through all of it, but I guess you go ahead, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I've always liked Converge. I know Stan, you mm-hmm. never seem to be much of a fan, right? I like Jay, Jane Doe for obvious reasons, and besides that, I don't really listen to him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize you like Jane Doe. So okay, that's okay. Oh yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. Well, I. I mean, I again, yeah, they're not a band that I listen to all the time, but I'll I'll throw them on once once or twice a year. So um, I kind of haven't listened to them in a while until until we got this album, but it's the first one in five years, and uh, it's cool, man. It's, I like it because. It's like they've been around for five years. They're not in a rush to put out an album, and you can tell they've kind of taken their time. It's just a really well-crafted album. There's a, there's a ton of variety on it. You know, like every song, it's like, you keep, I keep thinking, oh, okay, it's going to settle into this a bunch of chaotic tracks, but then they'll break into their their mid-album slow stuff, and then they'll come back with some, I don't know, man, there's like grungy parts. There's freaking, uh, not grungy, grindy parts. There's parts that are like more like noise rock. They even ha- they even get it a little bit more riffy, like the last song on there. Uh, it's called Reptilian. I love it. It's a closer of the album. A lot of cool riffs in it. But um, I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it's another Converge album, but it's not like it's any other album before it. You know, they keep doing their own thing on every album, which is which is sweet. 
Well, Kurt Ballou's been up to a lot of producing lately, so I'm sure that's got to be a big influence on his yeah. writing. Right. He's so, yeah. He's in there with you all know, his he's great been bands. doing. I mean, the, the the sound sounded killer. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Kurt Blue's sound on everything, but I mean, it fits Converge perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah the production is. I I I don't need to say anything about it because I'm always fucking raving about it. But it it's like it's it's so clean, but it's so distorted. Like everything just stands out. I mean, the bass on it you can hear crystal clear, and it sounds amazing. The drums, and then obviously. Jacob Bannon's vocals on it. He just sounds like a rabid beast throughout it, you know. So, it's cool. It's a it's a really good album. Shaw, do you only listen to like half of it? You said. Yeah, well, actually, just a couple songs, man. I listened to like a single tier. I thought it was fucking mm. awesome. Real quick though, to backpedal, I uh, have never listened to Converge. I mean, I re- maybe dabbled and didn't really like it too much. Um, kind of really didn't give it a chance. I feel like. But yeah, I, I mean, I really, really liked what I heard, dude. I heard a lot of progressive sounds, but yeah, there was like some of that chaotic shit. But then it wasn't like, you know, your traditional bullshit where they try to like just mellow it out real quick just to like change it up. There was like, right. uh, I don't know, a gradual, like natural. it was just untastefully. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was natural. I liked what I heard. So a single tier, um, the the first track of the album, uh, I listened to Wildlife, uh, Merc and Marrow, and then Trigger. And that okay. unfortunately were the only songs. But yeah, I yeah. Mean, a single tier, dude, I was going to mention that. I forgot about that song. Oh, dude, yeah, it's I'll so listen good. listen to that. And then, like, even just now talking about it, I can, like, hear that, like, vocal part, you know, with the drums. Yep. Like, it's really, yep. like, start-stop, yep. you know? Like it's it's a very like catchy memorable part you know so it makes me it makes me that's a song that makes me always put it back on again. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, it and pisses me off because I kind of I want to fucking listen to the rest of it. Well, I uh, see, and I I mean, to me it, it didn't sound simple. So yeah. I mean, I yeah, I really did enjoy, and yeah, cause it kind of had that like that little tiny bit of like melody. You oh, know, yeah, like right. you know, but yeah, it, but it wasn't like. I guess lighter, or it was still heavy as fuck at the same time. Well, you're right though. It, yeah, it's 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 like it's not like it's popular thing like that. But th- that's the thing they've gotten better at is writing like these catchy parts and you know little bits of melody here and there. Not a lot, but just enough that just better at latching on to parts. Which you know, it's just a mature mature album. These dudes are just yeah, yeah. every Thank single you. one of them are amazing. Yep, yep. But so yeah, so that's exactly that's what why I was trying I, to say. That's why I only have two other ones this week, but I wanted to throw that one on there because I, I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but I've definitely listened to it at least two, three times now. And I, every time I, every time I go back to it, I'm actually liking it a little bit more. So highly recommended. Uh, could make its way onto the end of your list, but we'll, we'll see about that. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, it, from, from what I've heard already, I mean, it's it excites me. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Who else? We'll what see. Do you guys we got? should start doing some fucking honorable mentions and shit. Cause like we listen to this shit, and then it's like I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go listen to it, and then 
And you know what I'm saying? Like the people at home, we never follow up or anything. I don't know if that would be a waste of time. Actually, listeners, that's what we, you know, are asking real quick. You know, let us know. Would that be a waste of time if we spent, you know, a couple of minutes to be like, oh, yeah, I did end up listening to that. And I either A, liked it, B, disliked it, yada, yada. I don't pay attention half the time. And that's kind of <laughs> what I do naturally. I just find these bands that you guys have already talked about before. <laughs> I just think they're the greatest thing ever. <laughs> That happens at least like two to three episodes a year or more. Well, I guess I guess I'll just go because I don't know if we talked about this band or not. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Dude, we need a camera but... to see what Stan's fucking doing when we're talking. It's called um, our webcam. Well, I listen. We don't turn them on. I listen, but I don't go back to the episodes and listen because I don't like hear myself talk, and yeah, I hear enough of you guys as it is. So you sound like you an know, angel. Don't like... What don't you want to hear yourself talk? Yeah, I don't know. that dreamy deep voice. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm so. jealous. Well, thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I got some good old American death metal. Have we talked about the band Necrot, or it's either no? But dude, I've been waiting to bring them in. You kind of snake that from me. Necrot. Yeah, I don't know how to. Yeah. Okay. Well, the CD Blood Offering. I'm so glad you brought it in, but kind of pissed. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I can't really pick out what's so special about it. It's just good old death metal, but it's just got like such a, it's got like a bolt thrower vibe mm-hmm. to me, like just groovy as fuck, like not like death and roll, the like groovy, like just like groovy fucking aggressive riffing. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just found it fucking fantastic. I agree. It's not like it's anything. It's nothing new. They're not doing anything extremely rare, but I, for me, I guess uh, I like the riffs, like you said. That's just, it's just really good riffs, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not anything new or, or special, but they just, every song is like a banger. You know, there, it's, it's, there's grooves, there's stuff to latch on to. It's simple, but yeah, dude, it's one of my favorites from the year, I think. Of death, yeah, it's... Of death metal. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, what song are you listening to? some of this shit. To? Yeah, what, yeah. Ah, uh, I like the actual, the title track, Blood Offering. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's uh, actually funny. I have uh, some death metal, but it's from the other side of the world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you want to, if you have anything else to say, Stanley. 
I know it just it's a it's a fantastic album. I just like it, you know, even the sound they capture that old school sound and it's yeah. not like the blistering like death metal that nowadays, you know, just kind of get a headache from it sometimes. It's yeah. still awesome, but you, you know, just like good sound, mid-tempo, just brutal. Well, I don't know if this is going to tickle your fancy then in the opposite Uh-oh. direction cuz I guess this would be more more modern, more, I guess, brutal death metal. Oh, hey, I'm okay with that, too. Uh, it hails uh, to us from uh, Mumbai over uh, in India. Okay. So these guys are fucking, yeah, doing it and doing it up down there. Uh, they actually had a, uh, a uh, their second full length uh, came out uh, the 1st of September. On, What's the name I believe, of this band? Uh, though, Gut Slit is the name of the band. <laughs> and the album okay. is... Amputheater, so like you know, <laughs> amputate amputheater. Uh, so like I said, that album came out September first uh, on the label Transcending Obscurity. I'm gonna guess yeah. there's slams involved. Yeah, well, it's just a little, I guess, fucked up to me because like I guess I don't know what you listen to in India, and I don't know if these guys have been <laughs> in India the entire time, but like it's just fucked up. You get what I'm saying? Like it just. Well, they have the internet. I dude. guess. Well, no shit. You know. I know they have the fucking internet. I know. I under. I completely understand <laughs> that they have the internet, but like, dude, you just gotta listen to it. I guess there's certain things that I guess I don't expect to come from certain parts of the world, and this was just okay. a little crazy to me. I was actually impressed. That's from India. See, that's what I fucking am talking about. It was nothing against them. I've listened to, I, I've listened. It's dude. It's fucking heavy. It's brutal at the same time. Like yeah, dude, the, the whole CD is fucked sure. up. It's yeah, the whole CD is fucking awesome. Uh, Probably my least favorite part of death metal, but it's still. I was just impressed because it's India. Never would have thought that came out of there. Thank you. I that's why I had to. That. I, I I went back and I looked at it because I was like, where the fuck are these guys from? I was thinking like you know it was gonna be like. I did no joke. I was like, "Is this another like fucking Texas band?" And then I see Mumbai. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> India. I was like, "Damn." So uh, is it pretty I, like I'm sorry? Uh, consistent sound throughout? Are they vary, vary it at all? Or 
No, it's it's pretty consistent. I mean, there's uh, other, um, I guess, more up tempo parts, but I mean, it's it's there musically. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. not. They're not sticking with the sound to stick with it. They're they're writing that the song that I played was uh, Marashiano Eyeballs. So that <laughs> okay. was the the track that I played for you guys. So but, like okay, this band, when you first mentioned it, you know, his name's Gut Slit, right? <laughs> Gut Slit. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Ampu- Amputheater. Yep. Like I was just like, oh my god, these guys just like didn't get the memo. Like this has all been done before. Right. Like <laughs> you know. And then even talking about <laughs> Maraschino eyeballs. Like, <laughs> well, that's why I was thinking like a slam, like because it's well, like usually like over yeah. the top like that. Yeah. But it's yeah. actually I'm very impressed by the music. It's just like, <laughs> dude. I mean, so so I'll be honest with you. The it was another album art, you know thing that oh, i was like yeah. oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do it because of the album art so okay. so yeah the album art is you should you should definitely check it out and we should maybe post it in the comments but uh it's basically uh an amphitheater and there's some dude just getting fucking amputated he's like no nah, yeah pretty much uh some swords sticking out of his legs and the dude with his a crown is about to like bludgeon him with a hammer and there's just a bunch of people watching. It's just like yeah. old Roman. It just looks balling. I mean, I don't. Well, I just wrote a, it down, dude. That was sweet. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. It did. It sounded. I mean, that clip. I don't know how the rest of it would be. But it sounded like dynamic. It sounded like, uh, or so, not dynamic, but a lot of changes in that one exactly. spot. Exactly. So, so let me put it this way, man. I had a very, very hard time trying to figure out which song to play. So if that, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if that gives you any inclination of how good the rest of the CD is, I didn't know. I mean, I could have easily used Brazen Bull or From One Ear to Another or yeah. you, it's, it's it's a small CD though. There's not that many tracks on it. So, and it hits you quickly. That's good though for Brutal so, Death. You don't want too much. You know what I mean? Ex- ex- exactly. Exactly. That's why I felt like it was refreshing when I listened to it because it wasn't too long and it didn't bog me down at all. So yeah. nine songs, 28 minutes in all, or about 29 minutes. So... Yeah, not bad at all. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, I've got a I've got a death metal also, but I'm gonna skip that just to vary it up a little bit, I guess. So, or right, we'll go with a band called Couch Slut. Um, I, I okay. heard of this. Have right. you? I've heard of the name. Like I didn't check them out, but yeah, they're they're different. I, honestly, Stan, I don't I wouldn't peg it for something you would like, but maybe it's a it's really it's a really good album. It's called Contempt. They're uh they're a hard one to exactly explain sound wise, but they kind of have that like noise rock thing, but but more metal than like normal noise rock would be. So it's like a mixture of like some hardcore, some grind moments, or sludge in there. But it's all noisy and like kind of played more extreme, you know. So I don't know. It's a hard one to explain. But what I really liked about it was, first of all, every single track is different. Like there's just different. You never know what you're gonna get. And they throw these little surprises into a lot of the tracks where they'll have this like. It'll be super insane, grindy, chaotic, and then they'll put a little bit of melody in there for a minute, like an emotive kind of part in there for a minute. Just something that like it'll make you, if you're not paying attention, you're like, oh, wait a minute, like what the hell is going on right now? So yeah, that, that, I guess that's what I liked about it most. And then by the end of the album, it's like you get into a couple of sludgy songs, which you kind of don't expect because a lot of it's like really fast. And it's a female vocalist and she's just unhinged sounding like insane throughout it. But let's really? go ahead and listen to it. Yeah, yeah, she, and she's it's dude is another female vocalist. Awesome, like her lyrics are. Dude, kind of I fucked no, up. I I I always love it when you when you throw it in here. Dude, it's just yeah, dude, I love it. Her, if it, you, dude, it's coming. It's it's becoming a more prevalent thing, and I okay. I really enjoy it. So, oh, fucking yeah. power to them. Yeah, yeah, dude. So so check it out, and and it kind of builds into this weird 
weird melodic kind of kind of thing that makes it it's pretty cool it was a hard one to pick like a track because i wanted to show like the crazy shit and like the when they throw in them surprises so if even even it was just this one track it was hard to show it but see what you guys think Not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's different. But I can't, it's bugging me. Like it's bugging me where I I don't know where I heard this band or I don't. Maybe they were on Liquid Metal. Maybe. Well, I I liked it. It's she started out real strong. I mm-hmm. obviously I don't know. Did you end on that track? Was was that the end of the song? It's there not. would it have just that, looped out, or did you fade it? Okay. Yeah. I just I guess so. It's fine when she's going, but I guess. I don't know. Did you think I, it slowed I'll down too much? I'll get into that a little something? bit. Yeah, I just thought it slowed down a little yeah. too much. Yeah, and that's why, just, especially I, for me, it slowed down a little too much. So, I gotta be in a. Yeah. Well, I had a hard time like a certain, picking the clip. Like I went, I uh-huh, was like gonna okay. use a few different ones, and because I mean, like that section there, it's a whole bunch of chaos before it. So like when that does hit, it's a lot more. You know, it's like more welcome because you you just been bludgeoned for a few, for a little while. And then it yeah, yeah, finishes yeah. with that. And that's like a track four. So a lot of it before it is a lot more of that, like, create, you know, more of like, that, you know, like think of like Jane Doe sometimes, Dan. Like it gets real chaotic at times. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, just kind of really abrasive and a lot of noisy parts and stuff like that. So like when those parts like that hit, it's like, oh, okay. It just, it's, it's a good break for a minute and then it'll go back into something else like that. But, um, but I still, yeah, I, I wouldn't like tell you probably to listen to it, Stan, Shotty, maybe, but. That's definitely something I like. Just something different. Like it's something I think I, it stood out to me too because there's a lot of listen a lot of death metal, a lot of stuff like that. So it was kind of cool to hear something different. Anyways, yeah. So don't judge it by just that. But if you like what I'm what I'm saying, at least that kind of thing and some variety in there, it's it's a cool it's a cool album for sure. Okay, well, 
I'm going to go the complete opposite of what you, you just said and uh, just listen to more death metal. That's all <laughs> we need. This is the year of death metal. You know, they actually just did a... Uh, they just did a uh, Ian Christie's uh, Ian segment. Christie. Uh, his segment on liquid metal was just the, they did like roots. A, yeah, they do a, a weekly root section where it's just a different topic about metal. And this um, one was uh, 1987, like the year of death metal, because mm. all the like first releases came out, and mm-hmm. it was just like kind of weird. This is like 30 years later, and this right? Is that like, is weird. I think this the year of death metal. Good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it was weird, but. Uh, so I just got another death metal band, kind of going off of what Shoddy was saying earlier, just album artwork, but a little bit different. This is not brutal okay, at all. Okay, fuck actually yeah, has, fuck yeah. It's got two girls, in a, it's got two girls naked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One's holding a severed head, but yeah. Okay. But uh, no, this it. is uh, nether- death metal from Netherlands. It is anthropo- anthropomorphia. Okay. I'm saying that right. Anthropomorphia. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And the album is Sermon of Wrath. I got to hear this. I don't think I've listened to these guys yet. Okay. Netherlands Death Metal. Enjoy. Good, good shit. Another, wasn't another it? solid pick, Stan. Now I no, remember I mean, this. this. I just looked up the album cover. We did. We got that from Metal Blade a little while ago. Did oh, yeah, they are in Metal Blade. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we had that promo. You know, I, I actually never did at the cover, but I never listened. I didn't actually. Of get course, it from the you promos. looked at the cover. I, just, I came across it somehow. Usually, you know, I do get a lot of stuff in the promos, but yeah. But it's just, it's you know, I'm to be honest. I'm besides like the bigger bands. I'm not the biggest Metal Blade fan because mm-hmm. a lot of their shit's just like the same over and over again. And but I, yeah, this is a just a great album, dude. The, like the grooves in there that like oh yeah groove section with the riff that was like super catchy, and then it went into that like stomp kind of part. Yeah, like chugging more of a part, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. That song was uh, "Murmur of the Dead," and wow. I don't know. I guess it's a black metal thing. I had to look it up, but all their like they got a lot of like like it's "Sermon of Wrath" and yeah, yeah. "Murmur of the Dead." The black and they metal spell it like. Yes, <laughs> I, know, I never knew that. But you yeah, never I knew just that. Looked it up. No, <laughs> you're not listening to enough black metal, then. I guess not. 
you're not called if you're not using v's for every or the or the black metal v for the f yeah <laughs> but i guess it's i guess this band was around in like 92 you know okay. they were active till like 99 then they just like disbanded they, they came back in 2009 i never i haven't checked out any of their shit besides their first album and it's just you know it's a good 92 death metal album but nothing special but this one just is there some blackened elements too then yeah there is okay but it's not too much but like i don't know they just like they keep to the death metal formula but they just do it really well and they just it is there's something special about it hmm. so there's a lot of a lot of like stuff like like that i had i was i was interested oh, yeah, in like each part right there is it all like that where it's like really yeah, memorable oh, and catchy yeah and, that's yeah damn i mean they're, they throw this shit all out all over the place but then they're just their basic death metal riffs are just fucking good and okay. good production badass singer sweet dude i'm actually really interested now all right shoddy all right so yeah i guess uh i'm gonna talk about the new trivium album that uh came out on the 20th of october uh the sin and the sentence via roadrunner mm-hmm. records i really fucking enjoy it we don't need to spend too much time on this shit i'm sure if you liked them you've listened to it if you didn't like them, you probably haven't listened to it. Um, but it's probably not an album that has fallen. Well, I'm just, I guess I said that saying like it's not an album that, you know, would have slipped under anybody's okay. radar. So that's why I don't want right. to spend too much time. Well, no, but no, but, so, but, but like someone like me, or I remember we brought it up last when we talked about the single or whatever last time. Well, yeah, Stan yeah. We're saying like we, we liked the one of the first or second album or whatever, but like, and then it, that was it. I never listened again after that. Mm-hmm. But yet, um, I did actually just today because I remember you were talking about you were thinking about bringing it up, and I I threw on the album. I listened to probably the first eh, three four songs, and it, and it actually like it's one that if it if they did slip under your radar for a while, but you still maybe you you maybe if you still like that first or second album, like it it kind of felt like they went back to some things they used to do. Like they had the the growls back in there. There were some good anthemic yeah. moments. It was it was cool. Like it was it's not my favorite type of type of metal, but I I, I could see myself definitely going and giving it a full listen for sure. No, and I, and I completely agree with you. I mean, there's um at times a little bit more cleans than I would like there to be. But I mean that's just his thing now. It's I guess a more mature sound. Obviously, that all the technicality is there um, with you know with the guitar writing. The solos are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy the drumming from the new drummer. I believe his name is Alex Bent. He does some real real good work behind the kit. So like yeah, dude, I didn't really listen to them before, and then like you said, I think it was uh, Inferno into the Flames or something. I forget what that one album was. Um, their first album, the, the their debut, and then yeah, the second album, and then I pretty much they fell off the the face of the earth for me. Yeah. But then I heard you know the the sin in the sentence, uh, like I w- in the last cast we were talking about on Liquid Metal, and it was just fucking. I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I was hoping that the rest of the album was going to be a little bit heavier, mm. but yeah, I guess I still liked it, even though it wasn't yeah. as heavy as I wanted it to be. So yeah, I I, I want to hear more because I, I like. If to me, I either want to hear some of the heavy stuff, but as long the as the second it's super... half of the album is more is more, you know, I guess it's heavier and it, it, there's more, you know, shogunish, you know, mm. qualities to the songs. But what I was so... gonna say is, if I'm gonna listen to Trivium now in 2017, I would at least want to hear some big fucking anthemic choruses sing along that you could see would be sweet live or something, and then a little mix of the heavy stuff. But everything being going down real smooth, real like catchy. But yet, but yet, 
have some of that technical stuff to keep it interesting. Like I don't want well, to dude, be watered down. That's exactly what like, you're gonna get though okay. with this album. That's what I've heard. That's yeah, why you're I was gonna. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yep, you're gonna get exactly that with this album. I mean, there's plenty of you know parts of the song that you know the crowd's gonna be able to belt along mm. to uh, with Matt. I mean, it's good. It's gonna be a real good show. Like, yeah, they're they're a band that I would love to see live. So. Sweet. It's a hard band. <laughs> Not your thing. Hard. <sighs> well, I did like actually like the other song, "Sin Sentence," but then Liquid Metal plays it every fucking hour on the hour. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Yep. It's a. I, I'm gonna. I wanted. What, what did you? How, what did you think about that song though? Because obviously you didn't listen. I to did that like whole it. I did solo, like the and I tried to give. Well, that's the thing is, I tried to give. I wanted to highlight the fucking drummer. And then oh, obviously yeah. I wanted to throw a little bit of the technical shit in there because I mean it wouldn't be a you know a trivium song without I mean some just... sort of yeah shredding there and it's so melodic the way that you know Matt bridges those fucking riffs together so and the the production on top of it just pops yeah it sounds beautiful it's, yeah I mean but I you mean, what you didn't like the you know those I guess those. I guess I don't want to say overdone vocals, but you didn't like the the that chanting the vocals, parts. Yeah, yeah, that's you know I do, and I do like the guitar. I always like Trivium guitar. They got badass mm-hmm. riffs and mm-hmm. like you know even though some of those riffs were like Pantera-ish, like with the groove and like well yeah I, I noticed yeah. that. But hey, I, maybe it's just his vocals that I. It's just a hard band for me to. So what about the screams though? Did you like? And oh, I will yeah, say, and I, like- I, and I will say though, his cleans vary a lot on this album or throughout the album. And I, I'm so, not taking anything away from him. He's like amazing singer. Yeah. It's just, it's hard for me to get into Trivium. It's just there's something about it. It's not your yeah. cup of tea. Well, but yeah, I, I liked it though. It's a good album. All right. Well, probably should jump into the next one, but I. I'm going to go back to it because I can handle the sugary stuff once in a while. It's weird because I've been listening to a lot of grimy stuff to go to that because it sounds so polished. But yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll check it out. It might, it might be a good time to listen or something. I know, so. I'm going to, I'm going to too. Yeah. We'll get back on this. We'll see. Maybe that's when we'll come back to. We'll give our full opinion on Shotty. Okay. Um, all right. So my, the death metal one I spoke of, this is another one. I don't know why the hell I didn't play this. I think because it was just sitting in my band camp wish list and I forgot about it because it's not on Apple music. But, uh, do this band i don't even i was gonna save it because i i'm feeling pretty strong that it's gonna be in my end of the year list 
I was thinking maybe I'd keep it as a surprise, but you guys got to hear it now rather than later. So the band is called Venenum, V-E-N-E-N-U-M. Uh, the album is yeah. called Trance of Death. And uh, dude, man, I had like the hardest time ever finding a clip for this. I was like stressing out of it because I, I always try and keep them like, you know, less than a minute 45 or something like that. But this one's a little longer. That's why I said I only picked like two songs. There's no way to show how they, how, like an example of their songs without going kind of long. Because, okay, it's definitely, it's, it's full on death metal. But dude, they like stretch things all over the place. It's like, like the first five songs are a little more, you know, straightforward death metal with still a lot of experimenting and like psychedelic parts and, you know, cinematic kind of m- moments and whatnot. But then you get to the, the last three songs and it makes up like the last like 30 minutes of the album because there's like one that's like 11 minutes. But yeah, but it's only three songs and it, they totally veer off course and go into this like crazy just like i said psychedelic like expansive it's very hard to explain i guess why don't we go ahead and we'll play the, the clip of the song called cold death and it's 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 it'll give you a little little taste but let's listen to that and see what you guys think we'll come back you guys i mean what did you think shoddy uh, dude i was uh really digging it uh and then it like slowed down a little bit but i uh, was still kind of digging it <laughs> like i yeah, want to listen I, to the rest of it you're saying it there's like it builds and it was hard to pick a spot so like how are we how long was the track that you just played for us 
oh, it's probably it's at least six, probably six and a half, seven minutes. I would say. Okay. I forget I exactly, maybe even more. But that's the thing, dude. Like they take their time on everything, and mm. it's it's just there's buildups. There's I mean there's like like fuck those fucked up tempo changes. It's almost like they just got in a room and they're just playing this shit, and it's just like whatever comes out. You know what I mean? It's like okay. very natural. But so yeah, you got to hear a whole I song. Get, okay, I get it. Yeah. I thought that, that was to me that was more on the lines of black metal than death. Besides, like, the, yeah. the last 10 seconds of that clip, but that was very... Yeah, uh, yeah. I got the same yeah. vibe, Stan. There definitely black is... Black metal feel. There's a lot of black elements in there, especially, like, the way that these the song structures aren't really, like, you know, super conventional death metal or anything like that. So I could totally see that, and there are there are a lot of moments where that is, but but if you just hit play on the CD and get through the first five, you're going to think definitely overall death metal, but mm. you guys have to at least give one full listen through to this thing. Because it's just, that one at least, it gives an idea of the way they don't give a shit about, like, song structures and, like, you know, tempo changes and shit like that. But, I mean, that was, that right there was, like, already, like, a minute into the song, so you already lost some of the buildup, you know? And then, like, it goes into some cool-ass riffy sections and goes into some psychedelic spots, but really, it's an it's a whole album that you need to hear. Because, I mean, the first track, even that, it's, like, a cinematic keyboard or piano kind of a thing. It gives it, like, a kind of a creepy vibe to start it and then the whole thing man it's just like there's all these different textures to it and it's pretty badass i've heard a lot of positive praise for it and the more i listen to it the better it gets because you can always go back to it because there's a lot of interesting things on it you don't really get sick of it so it's worth a listen that just, even just for being different you know what i mean yeah we got a lot of stuff to go over do your do your homework boys <laughs> all right uh, what let's the, go with uh let's start with enslaved okay Slave E E yes. So I did look up a little bit about this album, and uh, the E is not just for enslaved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a actually a pretty deep meaning to it, like you know you would expect from them. And I probably wouldn't do it justice trying to explain it, but it stands for a. Uh, it's like a double meaning. It you know yeah sure enslaved, but then it's also it has to do with this whole like relationship between the earth and and man and that kind of thing so it's a very deep meaning look it up it's pretty interesting it goes into like the relationship between man and horse as like one of the first big symbiotic relationships and shit that's why you hear like the horse in the beginning of the album and i thought it was interesting but i can't really remember exactly all of it so anyways what did you guys think of it it was i love enslaved and what was it in times came out two years ago yeah 15 yeah i really enjoyed that album this one was 
kind of hard, but maybe I didn't give it enough time yet. Maybe it's one of those ones that was going to, it's going to grow on me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on in this album. I was pretty interested in your opinion. Cause I know you've, yeah, you were, you were, you, I think you had it on your end of the year list. The last one. Yeah. Or it was at least an honorable mention, but this, this one just had a lot of things going on to me mm-hmm. and it was kind of hard to follow. And it, it just could be because, you know, I only listened to it a couple of times, you know, maybe I'm not the right one to be talking about it right now, but mm-hmm. I did, I mean, I did enjoy some parts and I mean, the riffs are there, but they try a lot. It seems like they just try a lot of different things on this one. This one just seems very progressive. Yeah. That's you know, the other ones a little had a little bit of structure, even though it was like towards the progressive side of things, but you know. A little bit more structure. This one was just kind of, kind of, yeah, just got lost in it. It was. I, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. It's. It seems to me like it's more expansive. Like, mm-hmm. it's more open. Like, uh, like you said, the last one's a little more structured. Last, like, cause you know, the last three were kind of similar, really, in a way. Yeah. You know, they're always progressive. I mean, they've been doing that for the last how many albums now? But this one, this one definitely does sound like a start of a new direction or something you know it's 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 more it's way more open like so uh, so real quick though like you know how not like i got this thought before you even said anything about the fucking horses and the relationship and the man and the nature and shit Mm -hmm. but there was a part where i was listening to a song but i honestly felt like i was like fucking like outside in the woods or something yeah and i was just like sitting there like staring at nothing so that's what i like what i'm saying like see but i guess it was I don't know, man. I was like driving, and I was in traffic, and I don't. Yeah. I need that like cutthroat mentality when, when I'm you know weaving and stuff. I can't. I don't know. It this was just like a weird a feeling. Me. Like it's definitely not. It's kind of funny because we're doing this and then Cannibal Corpse, which is like complete extreme opposite. opposites, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and to me though, like I need both kind of metal albums. Like a lot of times in the morning, man, it takes me a good hour to wake up. Some days I wake right up, my coffee, and all I want is like death metal. You know what I mean? You get that caffeine surging through me, and I want some mm-hmm. death metal. But some days it's like I don't wake up for a couple hours, and I'm driving, and this is like the perfect morning album for me. It kind of like slowly gets you into it. You know what I mean? And it's not. It's for a mood when I'm not like amped for sure, because it's it dude. That's yeah, true. It's, it takes its That's time. That's very true, man. I I could I could hey. definitely see myself loving it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell like you that. how to live your life. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but I'm telling you, it, I get those days too. Just put some death metal on. You're going to get up real quick. <laughs> dude, some days, or maybe if you're a little hungover like in the morning, like, dude, something like this where it's just super mellow, but it's there's still that metal edge to it. Dude, that, that's where I like love albums like this. So I actually really liked it, to be honest with you guys. Like, if I was going to like score it, I'd probably, I'd probably give it like an eight or something like that. I thought it was like really well done. And I like those parts where it like, it opens up and it gets like, it almost loses you. But again, like if I'm in the right mood for it, dude, it just throws you into like a trance. I actually dig that kind of thing. Like, see, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to seem like I was hating on it because I definitely, like, I if I had to rate it, I would have given it an eight as well because musically it was very solid. It just wasn't my cup of tea, and I feel like mm-hmm. I just didn't listen to it in the right frame of mind. So yeah, I could. But see I mean, that like, for sure. I, I definitely. I mean, musically, I was. I you know. There were a lot of things there that I liked. I just felt like, I guess my thought when I was listening to it was these tracks could be fucking shorter. Like there's so (laughs) much ball and shit in the start. And then it goes into this, like, what are we wandering around for? Like, let's get in the tank, blaze our own fucking trail and get to the next song. Like that was like, if you went back to like, uh, like vertebrae, it had a little bit more. I think they were all like shorter songs in that. Whereas, but I like guess do you get what I'm saying, ones. man? Like that was just my mentality. So I guess mm-hmm. if maybe I was a little bit more relaxed, then I, you right. know, it'd be legit. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's hard, hard to group this together with Cannibal. 
Right. You know, I've been, I just definitely been in the death metal mood, whether it's melodic, brutal tech, or just regular straight up, you know, so this was kind of, maybe that's why I'm not enjoying it. This was a good album and very well could be on my end of the year list. It's just not right this second. Did you notice it was like the black metal was almost like a little more toned down on this album, Stan? Yeah. And I mean, even the, what's it, Grutel's vocals are just not. Oh, see, I actually thought his vocals sounded amazing. No, I'm not saying they don't sound amazing, but it's not black metal-ish at points, mm. you know? And it doesn't have the... It's like almost like I could have listened to this album. I don't think I could have picked out if it was Enslave if I didn't know it. Like, mm. you know really? what I mean? Well, you know, they got that new keyboardist this, this, for this album. Yeah. And I think he added a whole lot of new sounds and like you know, the new the new clean vocals. They used him a lot. And I actually, I really kind of like his cleans and stuff. But if I if I was gonna say something, I definitely would say give it at least ten to fifteen percent more of the black metal stuff, and you know what I mean, a few more heavy parts to to round it out. But but if I'm just thinking about it, not so much as like a extreme album or whatever, then I just I think it's great. But if I you know what I mean, I could use a little bit more of that to you know what I mean, just overall. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about like like those like we, like Shadi, you were saying like parts where it would lose you or like parts where like it it's just gets opens up and it's meandering around. Like yep. I like like I said, I get how how you might not like that or whatever. But I wrote down like on the track "Sacred Horse," um, somewhere around like six or seven minutes in, it gets like almost like uh, trance like, and it's got like I don't know if you guys remember where it's like the vi- it's like those subtle like low Viking chants kind of going on, mm-hmm. which they've done a few times in the past. Like I don't know, dude, I like that. It's not in your face, but it's it just get it. It's very atmospheric, like you know what I mean. It gets you in the headspace, takes you on a very specific journey, you know, and then you know drops you off at the end. But one more question: What did you guys think of the last song on their hindsight? Well, if, depending on if you got the bonus or not. Did you guys have the six track or the eight? I I just I didn't listen to the bonus. I had the okay. eight track, but I didn't listen to either bonus tracks on there. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I didn't so have it either. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about the the last, like number six, hindsight, uh, like with the saxophones going on and everything throughout it. Oh, okay. Oh, hindsight. No, I do not remember listening to that. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, can I see, don't like, think I'm... I made it that far, unfortunately, because <laughs> of it was just. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can see like a lot of people probably not liking it, but uh, and I don't know. Yeah, Sean, if there's like fucking the trumpets, I would fucking love it if there's it's, trumpets. Well, it's jazzy, dude. It's real jazzy. I mean, it's a very soft song. But That's like, awesome. dude, there's saxophones going. I think it's like two minutes in, three minutes in, dude. These saxophones start going. And- Not quiet. 
Oh man, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't like it, but I actually thought it was super awesome. Like, it was a cool way to end it. Like, you know, it's already more of a relaxed song, and I like. Yeah, it. yeah. I liked it a lot, but yeah, I mean, it's a mood. It's a mood album, and at first, I was a little bit unsure of it because it is a little bit more clean, and a little bit definitely different than the last few. But I liked it because the last three to me were kind of getting a little bit samey, and I, I like that this one. I guess it took me by surprise a little bit. I was like, okay, it's something to. It's keeping my interest a little bit more, and but uh, it's got to be when you're in the mood, that's for sure, with those long songs and everything. Especially if you're just looking to get back to Cannibal or something like that, it's not going to work out. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess let's go to the one that you guys, well, at least you shot. I know you're pretty stoked to get into. <laughs> I think yes, we sir. all are. <laughs> yeah, I think we all are, though. Let's be honest. Red before black. Yes, sir. Cannibal Corpse. I think it was the 14th album for both of these bands. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably true on that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the 14th fucking album for both of those bands. That's crazy. And that's like, it's a crazy uh, comparison because you have, you've got Enslaved, which, you know, almost every album they're progressing and changing, trying new things. And Mm -hmm. then you've got Cannibal, which for the most part, you know, has remained mostly the same. Wait, let's highlight that for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're not, they're they're not really the same, interested in progressing same fucking, the sound. Same fucking no. formula. They, yeah, you can exactly. always do it better. Yeah, they throw changes in there. They throw some monkey wrenches in there, but it's you know what you're getting, you know what I mean? Which is It's just yep. funny to have these two together. Oh, let's rate well, it. I guess... <laughs> uh, 9.25. <laughs> uh, Jason? Seven. Whoa. Seven? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll give it a seven, man. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but Dun. I'm still giving it a seven. Shoddy. Okay, that's that's a little surprising, Jason. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but I feel like that's a little too fucking low, like a disrespectful Maybe. low. Maybe. But, okay, it's a, it's okay. I, I I give it an eight and a half. Okay. No, this is a solid nine for sure. This is uh, this is uh, I don't know. This might be Cannibal's best one. Wow, strong words. I know. All right, so point of reference before we. Okay, so if if you're discounting this album, do you guys have a favorite Cannibal album? What would you say? Well, it's hard. It's, I, I just want to see what everybody's hard. perspective is on this. Like, you know what I mean? Coming into it, um, I would say probably Kill. Okay. I mean, I like. Don't get me wrong. I like Tomb of the, Tomb of the Mutilated, mm-hmm. but as a favorite album, no. I like Kill. See, for me, it would be it would be the Bleeding, and then Kill for sure of the Corpse Grinder era. But even without that, even without considering that, yeah, probably be kill second because that was what really, really got me into them. 
I remember listening to yeah. him before that, you know, of course, Hammer Smash Face, and I liked a lot of that stuff before it, but I remember it was Kill that really, because it was produced so much differently, you know what I mean? It, that was definitely the one that got me back into it. So we all like the Corpse Grinder era and all that whole thing, so. Yeah, it's Corpse Grinder era for me, for like, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, nothing against Barnes, but he's my he's six feet under. I don't really... Mm-hmm. I personally, I don't really like the Cannibal Corpse with with Barnes. So that's what I thought. Th- th- just because it's yeah, I don't. It's not really my thing. I don't yeah, know why. It just I, doesn't. It, it, I, for me, it's bleeding though, dude. That's just such a catchy death metal album. I probably would always go back to that. But it's really it, it's what I'm in the mood for. You know, if I want that old school death metal sound, I'll probably go for more of that. But if I want that more modern approach, I'll I'll stick to one of these newer Corpse Grinder versions. But that's. But. That's the great thing about this album. I got such an old school feel from this one. It's okay. got the modern sound, you know, and it's the Corpse Grinder era cannibal, but I got such an old school vibe from this album. Okay. And I... that's that's why I think I like it so much. It's because even the last couple albums, what was the last one they did? Was it Skeletal? Skeletal yeah, yeah. You know, and that the first track on that song, that CD's awesome. You know, there's awesome songs here and there, mm-hmm. but Cannibal's kind of a cannibal, and... I hate saying it, but they all almost get kind of boring. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. all their songs are good, and it always just does the trick. But, you yeah. know, I can see it getting boring. This one, it's different, and I can't pick a part. I can't, like, pick why it is, but it's just there's something about it that's different, and I think it's that old-school feel to it. There, I noticed a few of them have that, like, older thrashy sound here, and I don't know if the, that's, what I mean. that's what you mean, maybe. Yeah, it's just got an old school death metal feel to this. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, they evolved into like just being this modern, you know, what death we think of as machine. Ca- yeah. <laughs> what we You're, think of You made a good point though. Like, it's true. Like, dude, I don't they don't really write bad songs ever. No. You know? No, no. But I, I do agree, like and here's my thing. With maybe the exception of Kill, um, most of them and like I said, like the bleeding, I'll listen to that thing front to back. Two of the mutilated, same thing, probably just front to back for the most part. But I guess I get maybe because there's so many albums and so many songs, you know, it's get boring. It gets it gets boring. boring to go listen to it full through. But that, but but in the last like four or five albums, I mean, dude, there's bangers on every album. Like for me, my favorite way to listen to Cannibal take the three highlights from every album or whatever and put it on a playlist, and then it's like the my it's the best. You know what I mean? There's so many amazing songs and i agree with you but i just can't pick three songs out of here and i I mean i like this album start to finish and that's one of the it's been a long time since i got that from cannibal yeah that's awesome you know i'm i guess uh the reason i would go seven for me is like i really like the first four only one will die i mean dude opening up with that i mean that's one of my favorite songs on the album code of the slashers again dude the way it starts off super slow evil goes into the fast back into the slow like again like I love that, and then shedding my human skin, and then I I like remained too, but like the the I don't know I guess the middle section it gets there's parts where it slows down a little bit for me, and every once in a while there's, I mean there's don't get me wrong there's awesome parts in every one dude head shoveled off that chorus, <laughs> you can't go wrong, but I guess there's just parts where it slows down a little bit. See, dude, I felt like the the first half of the CD was slow and it was it finished off pretty strong. I mean, I, I guess it's because we we heard we heard Red Before Black and then we heard Code of the Slashers, but Only One Will Die is is a little bit slower and then Shedding My Human Skin picks it up a little bit. But I mean, I guess I don't mean tempo wise. I just mean like as far as my favorite songs go, uh, like okay, the middle okay. section is less memorable to me. 
not uh, over. See, not, I mean, I'm not saying every song, but there's just maybe it's because I, maybe it's just like you know maybe I'm just fatigued by then with the formula. Maybe that's what it is. But yeah, see, I guess that's the reason why I I would I downrated it just a little bit is because I felt like the you know the first I guess four songs of the oh, album crazy, were well, dude. I mean, I I code before uh, code of the slashers was fucking played like a motherfucker on. Uh, Liquid metal. See, I didn't really the listen to it much before. Liquid yeah. metal ruins everything. But yeah. stop. They fucking played Code of the Slashers right after every time they play Sin and the Sin in the Sentence oh. by Trivium. But it never gets fucking old because that's no. just such a good song. But going back to what you're saying, I kind of thought the back half of the album was pretty strong, maybe if not stronger than the first half. Okay. I agree. Interesting. And like, Completely agree. I, well, it, I, to me, it does pick back up by like nine, where Scavenger Consuming Death and Miss Oh, yeah, Ruin. that's like probably my favorite song off the Yeah, album. Destroy Without a Trace. Dude, I mean, those are great songs. I, I do. Rema- really like Remained it. is my favorite song on the album. Is it? It's, 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 it's the lyrical content. It's fucking, <laughs> it's Pillage the Pillaged. Do you want to explain it's, it? It's pretty fucked up. I don't, well, I don't need to explain it. <laughs> like coming you in, just listen to the, decimating a village, letting them heal, then coming back and the, doing the same exactly, thing over and over pill- again. I just said it, pillage the pillage. <laughs> to like you pillage yeah. and then you fucking come back through and pillage them all over again. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, and that's the, the the thing that I love about the song more than anything is George gives it to you the first fucking line. He opens his mouth, telling you what the song is about. There's no yeah. sugarcoating or anything. It's just there. So, yeah. George sounds amazing on this album. He does. Well, everything sounds amazing on this album. But when doesn't he? The, I mean, who? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how much longer can he sound amazing for, though. Oh, I don't think it's ever gonna go away. Dude, he's a human, or he's like a death metal 
grizzly bear. Like, I, I don't know, that, dude. I just think just it's, like fucking, it's, it's just his voice. Like <laughs> that fucking neck. It will never yeah, die. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, dude. you're right. It's it's not even him. It's the neck now. That's I could seriously see him being 80, dude, and like still being able to do it. Yep. No, it's cool. I, I mean, don't doubt it. I'm not trying to bash it because I think it's super solid. Like, I, I guess when I think about it, it's like, well, okay, what? Because you know, I'm gonna be going to see him in a week. Like, what songs from this would I want to see live? And for me, it's definitely All like of them. only one will die. Code of the Slashers, like. Then, but then there's a few that I was like, okay, but I'd rather hear, you know, I forget what the, I forget what a few of the last from the last few albums. But there's there's songs I would put over it or whatever, you know. So for me, there's probably th- four, three or four that I like. Yeah, I would actually be psyched if they played live. But then if some of these other ones came out live. I would might be like waiting for the next one. Whereas on the album, don't get me wrong, I'll sit there and it's good. I'll probably bang my head to it and everything. But like, if to me, if Cannibal did it perfectly, they would take like they wouldn't put out as many albums. They would like wait an extra year and then like combine the best parts of like two of them, and then that would be like a perfect album for me. But that's just me. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, it could just be too much material for you. Don't get me wrong, dude. It's a fun ass album. I really like. Could it. also be. I a recommend pussy. it. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I'm just stoked, dude. They're seeing them next. I think it's next Saturday. So, wait, What's hold up? on, hold on. You're going to see them next Saturday? Yeah. You want to go? Did uh, with Gate Creeper? Yes. Power Trip and Gate yeah, Creeper. I would fucking love to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I I just didn't know if you're out of the concert game. Stan, they're playing oh, in Atlanta. No, just, you can come out here. I'm okay, going I'll to the Atlanta that. show. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fucking gate creeper too. Come on. Well, exactly, dude. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm going to it here. I'm going solo. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, yeah, I think I think we're all set then, boys. Right? Yeah, I think that covers it. What, what do you got to say, Jason? You had uh, an interview with, um, like I said, Dark Descent, dude. I mean, one of the best underground death metal records, record labels there is. To be honest, I mean, Blood Incantation, dude. They had like Crip Sermon a little while ago. This year we've got Spectral Voice, which is a big one. But we talk about, we get into some of that stuff. We I played some, there's some clips on there, so you might find some new bands if you listen to it. And um, just, I don't know, maybe we just talked about a bunch of shit about the label and what he's going for in some of those bands. So give it a listen, and um, we'll probably we'll start this off. We'll go with a little bit of classic, uh, some horrendous to start it off, and then uh, get into it. Yeah, so, yeah, we got a couple of, Actually, in a couple of weeks from now, it's going to come up sooner than later. We've got an end-of-the-year list coming, but we can always use topics. So mm-hmm. please just tell us. Twitter's, Twitter's probably our biggest uh, thing. I don't think yeah. anyone's using MySpace. Biggest form like of communi- yeah, communication. Yeah, uh, no Jason, used- Jason, do you use the MySpace? <laughs> the MySpace? Yeah, dude. Do you, use, do you still use MySpace? No, dude. What are you talking about? I don't know, dude. I'm well, just I've fucking asking pro- questions. I've been trying to promote MySpace lately. Yeah, I, <laughs> was, I thought we were going to go back to something. I guess if so. you want to hit us up on Twitter, that's fine, too. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would prefer MySpace. Or, Stan, why or, uh, don't you hit up the MySpace campaign? Okay, I will. Um, <laughs> it sounds right. You guys want to talk to Stan? Find him over on MySpace. It's the furthest yeah. he's gotten. The furthest he's gotten. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, just, yeah, we could use some topics possibly i don't know what our plan give us is, suggestions but... for those end of the year list too you know i want to yeah. hear everything yeah what you guys think uh you know maybe you're your, your top fucking five or something yeah if you're uh listening to itunes throw up a little review for us that'd be cool please fucking some reviews and we, we just we, just one or two yeah but uh yeah anyways should... uh that's about it stay yeah. tuned for the next episode of into the combine coming <laughs> soon <laughs> 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 I don't stay know. tuned. Yeah, stay tuned, you guys. <laughs>
Uh, well, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, I'm fucking shoddy. Jason. Stan the man. And? You guys stay metal. I guess, you know, us guys at the podcast here, we've kind of been following Dark Descent and um, I guess since around 2015, you guys kind of jumped on our radar a little bit with, uh, you know, especially with the horrendous album that came out that year, you know, the Crip Sermon album. I remember that one from that year was another big one. And it's kind of just ever since then, we've been, you know, any release we kind of been checking out and just always kind of a consistent, you know, something you can trust. So I guess to start I kind of just was curious about that horrendous uh, release and that band. Mm-hmm. What what was something that kind of drew you to that band, you know, that kind of made you think that they would be a good band for your label? You know, they were one of the first bands we, we had spoken to about releasing their stuff. And, I mean, you've heard the demo uh, that they did back 2009 now. But, I mean, you know, it was visceral stuff. It was, uh, you know, I could tell they had something there. They had some catchy uh, songs, you know. 
and and what we eventually heard on the first album was you know kind of developing sound a little bit more uh kind of epic tones and you know some things like that and and they just with subsequent albums they just ended up uh kind of pushing that a little bit further you know to to what they are today so i you know i, I mean i'd like to say that everything's calculated and, and i had everything figured out but you know sometimes stuff catches on sometimes it doesn't and you know, and to me, uh, you know, some of my favorite albums on the label have been stuff that haven't caught on. So, uh, you know, it, it's really tough to say. I mean, uh, I, I like to think that I have the magic touch with everything, but it doesn't always yeah. happen that way. And, and you know, uh, just do, do the best you can. And, and at the end of the day, it didn't matter if it sold 100. I still liked it. So Right, right. Um, yeah. So uh, as, as long as you kind of keep true to that you know, the aspect of it and, and not go into it thinking, Hey, you know, this is going to sell a, a ton of it because, you know, this is 2017, nothing really sells a ton anymore. So, um, you know, you just do what you do. And, and at the end of the day, you know, hopefully it works out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And cause you started this, I mean, right. As mainly something that you just kind of wanted to do. It was, uh, not necessarily a choice to make it your full-time thing. Correct. No, I mean, when I started it, it had, there was nothing, you know, I had no idea of, of what I really wanted out of it because it wasn't really started with, with that in mind. You know, I did, I, it was kind of, you know, the same way I originally started it because I, I knew a, I knew a guy and he wanted to release a second album and he couldn't find any takers. And, you know, I had, I had a few bucks saved up from, uh, you know, another job that I had a second job when I was going through a divorce and, and it's like, Hey, you know, let's take care of it. And, Never ended up happening, but uh, you know, I kind of let my uh, compulsive nature uh, take course, and and I started signing bands and kind of right. steamrolled from there. Okay, right, right. So it's, I'm sure then, yeah, it probably started off with just stuff that, uh, and it seems to be now, probably stuff that you're just personally invested in. Then, well, I mean, I I started this in late 2009, you know, and it wasn't until mid 2012 that I I decided to do a full time. So I had another full time job that I was doing and. And I ended up, uh, you know, uh, seeing that come to an end. And, you know, so I've always been kind of in a, in a, in a different spot than, than most guys that, you know, do this sort of thing is the fact that I live off what I did in the past, you know. So I don't really, you know, have to see this amount of, uh, of money on a, on a release, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I mean, I, I'm not here to lose money. At the same time, though, I'm not you know, selling records to take money out, uh, to, to put it on the table and to pay my rent. I don't have to do that. So it gives me a little bit more freedom. And, you know, I, I think I have a little bit more freedom in, in the fact that I'm not necessarily a slave to how many sell, uh, like some labels might, you know, bean counters. And I have a little bit of freedom in that aspect. So, yeah, I mean, that's, it comes across, you know, um, I guess, you know, with the consistency, because it does, come off as a very uh honest kind of a thing where you can tell there's you know it's i don't want to say there's a theme necessarily because there's so many differences in all the bands on the label but there's something there that's kind of consistent whether that's you know the darker grittier type of stuff that's you know common or or but then you've got a quite a bit of a, a mix there too i mentioned the crip sermon release you know i mean i mean i guess so you know with that label or that album there that you put out what drew you to that? Because that was kind of one that stood out to me kind of in the discography. I, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be 46 next month, you know, so I grew up in the 80s, man. I grew up listening to heavy metal and I love heavy metal, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, on, on an average day to day, uh, you know, I mean, I'm listening to a couple hours of heavy metal, too. So, uh, 
you know, I, I've always had a taste for, for those early days of rock and heavy metal anyway. So it, to me, it wasn't a really a big deal, even though I've done, you know, mostly death metal and, and, and other stuff up until then. You know, I mean, I'm, we're, we're working uh, with Solstice on the new Solstice album. Okay. You know, which will be released in, in early 2018 as well. It's not uncomfortable to me. It, it doesn't feel like it's out of uh, the scope of what we do. So uh, to me, it's a natural thing. You know, I mean, I, I know people have been kind of surprised, but I mean, you know, I know good heavy metal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, I've been around metal my whole life, so I know good heavy metal. I know good death metal. I know good thrash metal. I mean, I know what, you know, I like, you know what I mean? So uh, it was just when I heard the demo, uh, the Crip Sermon, it was Eric from Unspeakable Acts sent it to me. He's like, because he knows my taste as well. He said, I think you should check this out. And I immediately, you know, was hooked to it. I mean, you know, they're 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 working on the new album, and and it'll be in 2018 as well. Awesome, awesome. So I know you said you were listening to heavy metal and all that. What was it that kind of bridged the gap, got you going with the more extreme type of side of things? Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, in the 80s, you kind of grew up listening to you know things like Dio and Sabbath, and you know, I, I listened to all that stuff. I mean, I listened to Van Halen and all his Easy Top and all that stuff too. But you know, there was a point at some point you, you started moving to, you know, Metallica or, or Slayer and, you know, bands like that. And, and from there, then, you know, you start seeking other things. Um, you know, I lived in that era, fortunately. I didn't have to uh, maybe get my gateway metal band from Slipknot or anything you know, mm -hmm. like that, you know, so I was fortunate in that aspect. But, you know, it kind of evolved, you know, j just like that. And then you start looking for, for different things and, and maybe some friends tell you about something else or maybe they give you a dub of a bunch of songs and kind of work work yourself uh that way so yeah I, I i don't know if there's i don't know if there's like that one moment but my brother had you know the ozzy solo uh lps you know 1980 1981 and you know i mean i i heard all that stuff and and you know about then you're nine or ten years old and you, you start start listening to other stuff you know yeah um yeah it just kind of evolved from there was there any specific labels, I guess, even um, once you were starting to get into the more extreme stuff that you were really able to trust and kind of uh, pay attention to everything they put out? Kind of, like I said, what we're doing now with your label? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've seen people, you know, kind of equate to what we've done 
as like an, uh, to an earache records and, and sure they had a great run, but you know, when you look at it, what was it? Five or six years, you know, I mean, I've been doing this eight years now and, and I don't want to liken myself to, you know, one of those labels. I want to liken myself to the first dark descent, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, all those band uh, labels, combat, you know, road runner, uh, road racer, whatever it is, uh, RC, you know, metal blade. I mean, those were all, uh, that's where the stuff came from back then, you know? So, when you saw those uh, emblems on the back of the jacket or on the back of the tape, I mean, okay, well, maybe it might not be my style, but I mean, it was worth giving a shot if you hadn't heard it, you know, right, right. It, it, it was a little different. You might have had a listening station near local uh, record store, but I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, somebody gave you a copy of something or somebody else heard it and they gave it the recommendation or you read it, you know, in the liner notes of another album, you know what I mean? So, all those classics, you know, I mean, you can't, I mean, all those classics, uh, labels, like, like I just noted, I mean, that, that was, that was it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like about what you said too, is when you, when it's on a label, you kind of trust and you're, and you're looking for new releases on it. It's cool because it might be a band where, um, something comes across that you might not normally check out and yeah, it can take you on a whole different pathway. Like I said, uh, Crip Sermon's a band that I wouldn't normally gravitate towards and being that it was on the label, checked it out and it's one of my favorites, you know, on there. So yeah, I think yeah. that's a really cool thing about finding a label that, you know, you can really trust and, uh, you know, go along with a little bit. Yeah, but, you know, uh, and, and I get a lot of feedback from, from folks and, and they say basically the same thing, you know, I mean, and, and it's humbling, uh, obviously, but at the same time, it, it doesn't change what I'm going to do. You know, I'm just going to continue to do it. I mean, at the same time, you know, there's always those people that will bitch and complain, you know, oh, so there's a lot of people that like this. So, you know, I've got to hate on it. You know, and I've got to, you know, make up, you know, bullshit like everything's the same on it, which which people that listen, obviously, know that's not true, you know. Yeah. But I mean, with that one aspect of that, those people that are really into what you're doing, you end up getting some of those, you know, other bottom feeders, too. So, um, you know, it kind of works both ways. And, you know, I'm not really looking to please either one. I mean, I really don't give a shit about those bottom feeders at all. It doesn't. (laughs) But, you know, I'm glad somebody digs it. You know, uh, but on one hand, you know, I, I'm the tough critic too. So, uh, in the end, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I just want to take a second then, and uh, maybe we could play something from maybe a more of a current artist. Is there something from this year that you're especially proud of that maybe you thought uh, would be a good idea to play maybe a clip from? Oh, wow. Uh, well, we had, we've had quite a bit now already, uh, do Craven Idol, Lantern, you know, obviously the, the Spectral Voice one has, has been huge so far. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I've listened to, you know, all the albums and it's, it's really hard and you, I really hate to pick one, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've always been a, a fan of Lantern. Um, so, you know, the new album, uh, for me was, while it was a little different than, than the debut, I mean, I know the band, they've got their character, their, their style, their characteristics, uh, you know, that, that you could hear in their music and I've seen them live and they're great and, and they're great dudes. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's been a good one for me too.
I'm, I'm sure I don't really have to say too much yeah. about Spectre Voice because everybody's kind of saying it, but we've, we've had another year that I'm proud of, you know, so. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah you know, I was listening to Spectre Voice, obviously, uh, been mm-hmm. jamming that one quite a bit, which it's a cool, um, I don't know, want to say story, but I didn't realize it was the same dudes basically as uh, Blood Incantation, which was one of my highlights from last year. Mm. Yeah, well, they share three members, sure. Uh, but uh, and the difference is are the drummers. Uh, Inspector Voice, the drummer Eli, also does vocals too. Mm. So uh, th- that's a big difference as well. Um, additionally, they couldn't be, you know, two polar opposite bands, you know, on the spectrum despite sharing three members. People like to think, well, you know, it's a side pro. It is, and it's a aesthetically, musically, uh, you know, in every way possible, you know, they're 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 different bands, you know, totally different bands, and you can hear it, you know, in the music as well, you know, yeah, the textures they're they're creating. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, hundred percent. If you didn't, if I would have known, I would have never thought it. But uh, it was interesting yeah. just being that they're both such quality albums. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool to see that, and they're obviously just amazing musicians but um I, you know another one that i just before we were doing this interview i kind of dug in a little deeper and some of the albums i didn't check out before and one that really caught my eye was uh bestial arcana i think it was called bestie arcana yeah sure. yeah 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 yeah. sorry um and uh that one really stood out one because it's you know more the black metal route which i know you got some on there for sure but um a little bit more rare i guess on the label and uh it was just so just a fascinating listen being that it was a little bit more unconventional. It kind of reminded me of some kind of like a movie soundtrack, you know, I don't know. It was just all over the place. I, I, and then I did, I thought about Nightbringer and then I realized has some of the members from that and it kind of made sense. So what was about that one that uh, drew you in? Well, uh, Nas Alchemist from Nightbringer, he's lives up the road for me. So I, I, I know him. Okay. Uh, so, you know, there's a little bit of a backstory behind, uh, behind that release. Honestly, uh, it was, it was intended to come out you know, uh, 2015, I believe, uh, on on uh, the Damon Worship label. Uh, but in the meantime, we had spoken about the third album, which he had already begun writing. And uh, at the same time that was happening, you know, uh, the, the guy from Damon Worship uh, disappeared. Just, you know, nobody's heard from him like in over a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the album just sat and it sat and it sat. And, and I had planned to release it at a certain point, you know, uh, this year. Uh, not as early as it would have been because I, I like to align, you know, the different formats. And, and unfortunately um, the album was everywhere and I, I couldn't really stop it. So, you know, we kind of put the digital, got the CD ready, uh, have the vinyl at press now, but I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of uh, not, not as planned, you know, but, but that's how that kind of, kind of happened uh, because it sat so long, you know, he came to me and said, Hey, we're already working on, on this. And I know him, you know, we're already working on this next one. It just makes sense. You want to do this and I, it was for sure, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so that's how that one came about, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it definitely has, um, you know, a lot of those black metal elements, like maybe a desolate shrine does that heavy that density, uh, you know, and just that pummeling uh, nature. And I, and I think as that sound evolves, you'll probably hear a little bit more death metal in the sound too, but yeah, it, it's kind of scary stuff. You know? Yeah.
Yeah, it's definitely uh, a mood kind of album and uh, just different. So I yeah, really fucking love that, that album. Um, speaking of, uh, so I know they're from uh, Colorado. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure on the specifics on some of those bands, but I know you've got a few bands, Blood Incantation, um, Horrendous, Colorado-based bands. Uh, well, just just Blood Incantation, Spectral Voice, and, and What the Best Year Canada stuff too. So we just we we don't have a uh, a huge presence for bands in in Colorado except for those. Okay. is an East Coast band, yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Gotcha. I guess I was just thinking though. I've just I keep seeing more bands pop up like Nightbringer. I mean, they've been around for a while, but Chemist. It just seems like there's been a lot of bands popping up from Colorado. Is there a pretty strong scene there? Uh, you know, I don't I, I don't think of you know. I mean, there's there's a, a bands like like you said Nightbringer or like Primitive Man. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 there's there's a lot of bands uh, around here, and I I think just maybe within the last couple of years they've just gotten a little bit more exposure uh, or more eyes on. on. I, I I don't I, I want to say uh, obviously within the last since I've been here I've been here now seven and a half years and and I've seen a change certainly you know and I'd like to think that maybe what we're doing in the proximity to to, to around some of these guys that you know I mean that's how I got in touch with the Blood Incantation guys I mean they kept you know, uh, handing me demo tapes out when they'd see me at shows or something, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah, I'd like to think that we impress a little bit uh, upon, uh, you know, that, that maybe there's more bands, but there's a lot of good, a lot of good bands out here though now. And I, I just think it was just a matter of, you know, exposing them a little bit and letting people know uh, more than anything. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Do you pay attention much to other labels, what they're doing, like releases from whether it be more underground stuff or the majors, or do you kind of keep your head to the ground and keep searching out for the new, um, you know, unreleased well, stuff? I mean, now it's it's kind of like a kind of on autopilot. I mean, I'm not I'm not really searching too much nowadays. I mean, things kind of come to me, or or you know, I get a, I get a, a lot of uh, submissions, but at that point where we have a lot of bands that we're affiliated with already. And, and it's just kind of takes up all my time to kind of keep everybody happy with that, you know? So I'm not really, it, 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 the signings and the new bands and stuff that few and far between now, you know, than it used to be, but you know, I obviously have to pay attention to the other labels too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, we're, uh, you know, also have the distro. So we trade our items and, and, and sell wholesale, or we even bring in some other titles, uh, wholesale and sell them, uh, you know, in our store as well. So, I mean, you know, you know, I have my trusted partners and stuff, and yeah, you find new bands from their new releases and and do that that kind of thing. So we're always listening to something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Any favorites from the year besides from from your label that you've been uh, listening to? Wow, wow, uh, caught me off guard because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, offhand what I might have been listening to the most. No, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I got one of the guys here with me, so he, he said Dawkins, but yeah, it's not this year. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm really bad. Like if somebody said, "Hey, top three albums," I'm not one of those guys that you know. I'd have to think about it for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. I, I know, especially I mean, this I've year. Heard, I've heard I've heard a lot of albums, and you know, I mean, you know, some things have stuck out with me as 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 being a, you know like the Venom album. You know, mm-hmm. and just a just a little you know different than their past work, and there, there, there's there's a uh, definitely quite a quite a number of albums in there. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. It's hard to, it's hard to come up with them on the spots, right? Um, I I, yeah. I meant to ask you too before when you were talking a little bit about some of the releases that you put out this year and in general, and we were I was talking about kind of the theme of the label. While I know there's not one theme, you've got a lot of different types of stuff, but what is it? that you are looking for, you know, when you get those demos and whatnot, is there a certain type of vibe that you do want in your releases? You know, 
I don't know if there's any one vibe or anything. I I, I like I like I like nasty sounding stuff. You know, I mean it's it's ca- kind of hard to pinpoint. I'm not one of those guys that likes jokey stuff, so that kind of turns me off. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple there's a couple words in there I kind of like get turned off to too. You know, when people describe their bands, but I'm just gonna keep it to myself. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm like I said, I'm one of those. Uh, uh, you know, older guys. So I like my stuff to sound kind of old and, you know, gritty. And I like to sound like it's, you know, got some aggression and, and it's got that little nastiness to it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that you can tell. And that's what, uh, that's what I definitely dig about it, is that the production, not, you know, is that something that you have a hand in too? Or are you getting these, a lot of these, um, are the artists kind of coming to you with a producer or, or someone they want to work with for an album? Or are you kind of recommending? Well, you know, uh, it's 2017. So, you know, guys track guitars at home mm-hmm. it, you know, they might go into the studio to do drums or maybe they record somewhere. You know, oftentimes we, uh, you know, we'll talk about things like mastering or mixing and mastering. And, and, you know, there's some go-to guys that we have. And maybe that's why some of the sounds kind of, you know, it, it sounds kind of not the same. But, I mean, you know, you have a really uh, great production on uh, Dan Lowndes from uh, Crucimentum. He helps us out with uh, quite a bit of stuff. So he's kind of a constant in there as well uh damien from horrendous has, has done a lot of stuff for us as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i just was curious because it's there is a similar sound nothing ever sounds obviously overproduced or anything like that and uh i just didn't know if that was something that you talk to the bands about when they sign you know this is something we're looking for if that's just kind of a common theme in the bands that you sign anyways well i mean it, it, people like to use things like mid-level production and stuff like that you know i mean we don't i don't like the glossy stuff i don't like you know the uh, typewriter drums i don't like that mm-hmm. stuff you know what i'm saying generally i'm not saying that it would never ever work on anything but i you know like i said i i typically like the more organic sounds so you know, I, I wouldn't say that we're looking for one sound, but I mean, I like that that bit and that aspect of it to, to kind of shine a little bit. Yeah, 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 sure. So, is there uh, is there is there something that we should watch for by you know by time end of the year here? Any big releases coming still? Uh, the new Santa Facts Act uh, EP is uh, coming out late here in November. So, can you say the name uh, one more time? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Santa Facts Act. Ah, okay, yep. So that that one's coming out, and their uh, uh, album in 2014 was a was, got out there pretty good. The Sacred White Noise. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I know a lot of people are really really excited for that one. 
and early 2018, we're going to have uh, a barrel invocation. They were the first uh, uh, release we did uh, back in February of 2010. They kind of weren't active for for a long time, but uh, I I feel like I have to reintroduce them to uh, yeah. a lot of folks. Yeah, which which their music is you know great. So uh, that won't be hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. We'll be definitely looking forward to all those new releases. And uh, maybe we'll 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 finish off the episode. We'll play uh, maybe something from uh, Spectral Voices since that one's getting a lot of attention, and uh, I've been playing that one a lot. So we'll pick something to to finish it off with that. Sure. And uh, yeah, man. So thanks a lot for for doing for doing the interview and everything. Um, really appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. Uh, a good question, so I appreciate it too. Thank you. 